Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back. Welcome to back the to Flop Squad. Another episode. Another episode of the Flop Squad. Welcome back. And today, <laughs> yeah, honestly, let's take a moment. Is that no, how you guys, I actually like that though. That I actually, how guys, that's yeah. how we start. We haven't guessed wow. it. No, it's, it's just out here embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing us. Well, okay. Like, name is unique. I'm not gonna lie. The flop time, squad. Catch us. The flop squad. It is a unique name. Yeah. It means squad. it means a lot to us. So yeah, because you know life reason. is about flopping and yeah. You to embrace your flops. You know what? In the I New Year's episode, you to go you to go listen to the New Year's episode because we explain in New Year's episode. Yeah. What it means. That one. You need to update yourself. I need, to, I need to like and subscribe and <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposed like to be subscribe main character. <laughs> I love that. We're doing this backwards. Let me introduce <laughs> our guest today. We've got a guest with us. My good brother. Author. You know, writer. And just all around intellect. Awesome. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> intellect. He actually is an intellect. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Muhammad, Muhammad, man. Thank you, man. Thank you guys for having Woo! me. Pleasure to have you on, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Anything you want to add to your uh, long your long accolades of uh, achievements? No, I'm just the guy from Acton, you know? Just from ENDS? Yeah, just from ENDS. From right. the ends. Just the guy from ENDS yeah. that writes stories, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I, for me, like, I never... Um, especially, like, when I'm networking and things like that, when people ask you, what do you do? Mm. I'm thinking in my head, like, what should I say? So I just tell them, like, yeah, I'm... Um, I'm just a guy from London uh, trying to make a living. Well, I have some humility. Humility. Humility is killing like, my people. You choose <laughs> what to say depending on who you're talking to. Yes. Because if you're talking to someone like they'll probably mm. understand what you do, then you'd be like, yeah, this is what I do. Yeah. But if yeah, you're talking yeah. to just like, you know, yeah, yeah. Nah, a random is, someone. If you talk, like, yeah. What if you're talking to somebody that like could potentially like be an opportunity? You're not going to be like, I'm just a girl from... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah, saying. Because yeah, yeah. if, like, if that's what you would yeah, do... Yeah, cards out. Hey, hey. Start dishing it out like it's Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, you're out here reciting your CV, you know what I mean? Talking about, yeah, I'm a... Of course, yeah. It depends. You, you, you assess. But you know how Somalis are like... I don't know if you know about Somalis, but when you network with them, especially the older generation, you say to them, oh, what do you do? They mention things that they've done in 2006. <laughs> That's so back all the it. way until now and you're I, like, was oh, I, I, professor, <laughs> I was a professor I was this, yeah like what do you do now like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 100% no 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 they give you a long list of like things that they don't even do yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah I'm known they're as the professor the I'm the community the... leader I'm just like all these like self-assigned yeah well, like community roles. activist <laughs> I feel like the word activist has been abused <laughs> In our Somali community, you hear activist in everyone's bio. Minding Act- everyone's business. No disrespect to anyone who active. is an activist. I have like been disrespected. Like Zosa, for example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm nah, but minding everyone's business is being active. I'm sorry, just not the way you're being active, but... There's a different type of activism. Yeah, exactly. I respect. Yeah. A different type of activism. How yeah. are you doing, though? How are you doing? Everything yeah, blessed? Good. Yeah, everything's good, man. Alhamdulillah. Apart from the cost of living, everything's all right. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that bad yet? Well, from the yeah, cost of living. Um, but yeah, everything, alhamdulillah, yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Nah, it's good to hear, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Yeah. You know what, I'm not going to lie to you. We're all right. It's apart from the fact that yesterday, <laughs> we God, find ourselves in a, in a situation trying Sticky to get to this podcast. Still. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, what happened? So, uh, um, <laughs> talk us, how many well, hours to get here, Nadia? How many Six hours? hours, seven hours, maybe eight. No, you do know? you know what's really funny? Yeah, at some point I thought to myself, this podcast isn't supposed to be recorded. Zoom, zoom, turn back, go home. Literally, I was like in that point. I, was, I would be happy to go home. Yeah. Daddy's like, nah, 
nah, nah, we gotta go, we gotta do this. But yesterday, there was a, Nani, what happened? Explain it, because I'm gonna I laugh. hate the fact that you're doing this. <laughs> I'm gonna what laugh. What did she say to me before we started the podcast? <laughs> and now what is she doing now? Yeah. I said, I said, do you know what I said to her? I said, don't get cancelled. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I said, tell nah. the story, we don't get cancelled. No, it's actually like, it's actually like a really like sad story. Basically, there was a, a guy trying to commit suicide and yeah. everything was, of course, blocked. Mm. And we were there for like two, three hours. The thing that, the only thing that really upset me is like, we didn't get more information from the guy. Like, we don't know if he's okay. I tried searching online t- morning. There's nothing in the news. No one knows. Mm. I swear to God, Sam. Mm. I swear to God. Mm. That was a concerning thing for you. But of course it was concerning. Mm. Mm. Of course. Basically, right, guys. No, but it was though. I actually well, wanted to I'm find out what happened. You when you heard the Listen. news. <laughs> yeah. Good question. This is, I like, I like you, Muhammad. Carry on, you're doing great. Listen, you I was, I was, I was documenting the moment. That's what I was doing. I was documenting the moment. Because you know what it was, yeah. Like the, the the train conductor, he he sounded so fed up with yeah, life at that done. point. He was like, "So guys, um, I'm gonna update you. Uh, there has been um, train delays again. Um, the time is not clear right now." Um, and it was like, "You need to do the briefing." <sighs> <laughs> or maybe he was in shock. He, no, he was he was no, literally he was fed up. Down. Like oh, he's fed up. He, his he voice, he was like done. He was like, "We'll let you know when we have more information." The transport police has uh, attended to the scene. There's a male suicidal. suicidal. Hopefully, he'll be reprehended and which station we'll be able to continue with our day. Um, um, so we got stuck in Macclesfield. Do you know what that is? As a Londoner, you're not gonna know what that is. Also, I just want to at all Londoners, get out of London. Yes, (laughs) just just in general. They don't know nothing. Disclaimer: Let's get it out there. Get out of London. (laughs) The United Kingdom, well, I big place. Go go breathe in some fresh air. You know what I mean? Beautiful places, Edinburgh, mashallah. Do you know what I mean? Manchester, great city in the world. Anyways, that's a different story. But it had to be said. We got stuck. We got stuck in in Macclesfield, bro. And someone wanted to commit suicide. In, in, in crew bridge so it was basically it was like it was a bridge to, i think from macclesfield to crew yeah and and, I, and that's like a main like route i think and they mm-hmm. closed off the entire thing anyways yeah so i'm like i thought i had this like smart idea of like getting off the train yeah right let's grab a cab that's to where crew. the flop came so I've, i'm thinking yeah, yeah i'm yeah. on it thinking ahead yeah I've, I've outsmarted the system. Without realizing, we were stuck on that train for so long and it wasn't moving. Like Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, I need the, everybody thought like me. Because <laughs> I got off on Macclesfield and there's probably like 10 taxi drivers, okay? Yeah. Tell me why not single Uber, no bolts, no, no taxis. And I, we call a local taxi company and we'll be able to get a taxi to you in the hour. We're going to do in an hour, yeah. literally. So what do we do? Go back, on, go back on the train. Go back on the train. Oh, <laughs> go back on the train. And then we do, we do, we headed to Stockport. Yeah. And then we, from Stockport, we took a train. Finally. Yeah, alhamdulillah. But to you London. know what? Let's just say a two hour journey took us six hours yesterday. Yeah. Six it was hours. long, especially when you have plans. Patience, isn't it? Patience was tested. Yeah. Well, Summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when I realized that I'm actually like a quite like persistent person. Yeah, well, I, good, I was ready to go yeah, home. that's good, man. Now, do you know what is, yeah? I th- do you know what, for me, I'm the kind of person, yeah? If too many things go wrong, there's a sign here. Do you know what I mean? I'm good. I'm good to turn back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's actually a lie. No, because remember, I locked. Nah, do you know what? That's actually a lie. The first thing that happened. I'm, no, no, no. The first thing that happens is I left my charger. I left my laptop charger. Oh. I'm supposed to be working in London all week this week, 
and I have no laptop charger. Oh, it's a MacBook. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to buy a brand new MacBook charger when I've got two at home. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I'm thinking, I was like, sign number one. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then this happens. I'm thinking, Uh-oh. sign number two. God is telling me, turn back now. <laughs> Do you know what that's a lie? What? Because, actually, I'm not going to mention here because I feel like we don't have to mention that in here. Not even but we'll mention here. that outside. And then you'll be like, ah. Are you afraid to get cancelled? Huh? Are you afraid to get cancelled? No. Oh. <laughs> that... You know what? Yeah, she exists to, can't, like, to, to expose me. That's what it is. Oh. Is that what it is? Nah. <laughs> nah. I know what it is. I know what time it is. It's all right. I don't know what time it is. But anyways. Anyways, guys. I just wanted to rant about that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A bit of sympathy. It's a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit of sympathy. But you know what? It and was if anyone knows what happened to the guy, please do let me know. Dedication to this part. That actually be That happens know. very often, by the way. I know it does. That In the morning when I checked, suicidal guy, uh, Macclesfield. Bad story. There was, up. exactly. There was a lot <laughs> of stories. No, there's loads lot. of stories. It happens of often, isn't it? Suicidal yeah. stories, yeah. It happens often. It happens very yeah. often. So I was like, damn, how am I supposed to find which one was yesterday? And then you have the TFL that like stops everything if there's like a, a leaf on the freaking trail, but that's a lot. Yeah. That's a different story, anyways. Um, so that's guys, not. today's podcast isn't about me ranting about trains. Nope, it's not. It's not. It's not about sad stories. But pay the workers, anyways. It's about. Uh... <laughs> that was a nice. Little bit smooth. Nice smooth in it. Yeah. It's uh, you gotta you gotta put it out there. I'm unionized to the core. Um, <laughs> now it's it's actually about culture. It's conversation yeah. about culture and like I thought n- who better to talk to about encapsulating culture, preserving culture than the very storyteller himself. Do you know what I mean? I felt like Zim-Zim, you're onto something great here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> something great. Um, but no, and I, th- I thought actually let's like start off at the very beginning because actually culture itself is subjective like we were talking about this yesterday and and we i think we have very different perceptions of culture yeah. actually quite recently i did a whole thing on like fashion and subcultures and how that affects that culture and all of that so like actually like culture itself is subjective so like how do you define culture like is there a, a particular way that you would define it um i think for me it's uh culture is when like you know groups of people are are preserving a certain aspect of a particular sort of um, aspect of culture and they're preserving it and holding on to it and they're basically using that as a way of trying to identify themselves with that particular culture whether it's a, a particular artifact or mm. or a type of um, music or or a type of uh, poetry um, it's just something to hold on to for them so are you saying, is it like culture is preserving certain things the society make? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so like as uh, groups of people, they, they, they follow a particular type of... Yeah, um, and, and then culture they, for you is what they preserve. Yeah, from. so something that's preserved and is preserved mm. on a collective basis. And it's agreed upon everyone. Like there's a consen- consensus with it. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, that's, 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 that's how actually an interesting way yeah. of looking at it. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Yeah. You can um, look at it like culture is like a bunch of like things happening and, you know, you know it's just like there's different things and, yeah. you know, we're mm. against it or we're for it or the, I you mean, don't really think as in like, you know, we collect different things from different 
no, of I time think in society and then it's the thing of like because you can't have culture if it's not collectively agreed on. It's not culture, yes. then yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. if because like what makes something culture is like something that all of us yep. perceive to or attain to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So that makes it culture. Mm. And that's also, something that's like passed down. Yeah. So like if you're looking at it from a tribal perspective mm. and, um, you know, uh, your, your father tells you, oh, this is something that your grandfather did and it's passed mm. down to generations. So yeah. in a way, there's a certain aspect of culture. If you're from that particular tribe or people, whatever, it's passed down. So something that's held on to from the very beginning yeah. until, until, yeah, until the present. Until that's one way of looking at it as well. That's true. Yeah. How would you define true. it? Would you define it differently? No, I just never actually like thought about it. Mm, what culture is? Do you know? Because like, it, it's like, because I'm from Angola, but I'm so Portuguese. And then I've lived in the UK most of my life. So like, for me, like, it's not even like, I look at it as in like, oh, that's part of my culture. I just like, that's part of my it's what I do day to day. You know, I don't really see as like, you know, as in like, oh, I'm preserving something or I'm not. It's just what I do. Yeah. So history that's why. A word. History plays a word yeah. part to play as well. So yeah, exactly. Like, you know, obviously, as much as we can claim to be British, we're not. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, you know, yeah. then you ask the question, oh, where am I from? And then your parents are from a particular area. So then you go through their history and then it's just the whole like... Yeah, you find like, out different like things. I feel I the way I see it is culture is like the root mm-hmm. and everything else that happens to history, the, the things that have happened, the people, um, whether it's pol- politically, economically, religiously yeah. or anything, uh, it's just branches. Yeah. So yeah. I feel but all, like... But all of those like become like subcultures in itself, right? Yeah. Like religion and like, like your tribe, for example, and like all of these different factors... They become like sub cultures of yeah, like yeah. particular bra- like that tree itself, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So that's that's interesting because I think, because um, I think it's always like it's, it depends on like the way you think about it, right? Like, well, like which like standpoint you have. Because I've always like one of the things that like I've always been like conscious about is like when we talk about identity, right? And I have fuses with our with our culture and you like have you have you probably heard this multiple times yeah this whole thing of like yeah we have um what is it confused identity or like lost identity yeah yeah we hear that as well uh i feel like um i don't feel like i have a lost identity no i don't at Do you know all mean? i think but why is that assigned to us as like a diaspora i think there's so many reasons to this but I think from let's unpick it. <laughs> let's let's go. Yeah, um, yeah. This might be controversial, but um, I think with particular like uh, Danyoro, like young people, yeah, um, they have this um, like because the problem is our parents didn't really teach the kids the culture or mm. give them a sense of like, hey, like this is where you're from. Yeah. Give them a sense of like, hey, belonging. like your belonging, exactly. Yeah. That's right. the word. Yeah. They, they didn't give them that. I wouldn't want to generalize, but I would say like maybe more than 50%, which is wow. a big chunk anyway. Yeah, it's a big percentage. So I think with these people, so then they like, okay, like, you know, where am I from? And then they try to find their way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the Somali, like, you know, uh, groups of people in the UK, they don't live in like great environments. Mm. So the the hostile environment and the the like the environment that's not really good 
um, the kids are the you know you, the environment takes over, um, and the kids don't know what's, and the parents don't know what's going on, yeah. and then it's like okay, this is where I belong now. I belong in the streets. Yeah. yeah. And then they like and then they and then yeah, it's another the music as well. All this ala al um, <laughs> all this music and like all the words that are saying, Yeah, I'm a rapper this and guns blazing and and then yeah. the kids are looking at that and they think that this, this is, is like their culture. This is their culture. This is what this is what yeah. But the you know what? Roots. Yeah. I think it's really interesting because I think um you can belong to different cultures or like identify with multiple cultures while still having your identity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think like this is, because this, this, that's the interesting thing when I think about it, um, in the sense of like, it roots from a sense of belonging. Because if you don't have like, if you don't feel Somali name like, from like, from being the way you're raised, right? And like Somali is just being like, like feeling Somali, right? Mm -hmm. Then how are you going to, then you're going to look for that sense of belonging somewhere else. And that's all it is, isn't it? That's it's like exactly they're, it. they're searching for that sense of belonging. And I think it's actually true when you say that because I think I'm, I'm, and I said this in like another pod, but like, um, my, my grandma raised us, like, she used to live yeah. with us when we were younger. And like, they always say that, like, your elders are the ones that like teach you culture, they teach you, like, because my grandma, God rest her soul, but she used to be like, don't bring that foreign language into my house. <laughs> like, she used to hate when we spoke English because she was like, speak Somali to me, right? She'd tell her stories in Somali, she'd like, um, like sit us down, ask us things, tell us things. But the things that my grandma taught me is things that my parents, I've never spoken to my parents about. The kind of things that she would tell me, the kind of stories she would tell me, is like my grandma is the one that, even like tribes, she used to make me like, like what tribe are you from? Like what's their sub tribe? And then like I had to memorize these things because I knew my grandma was going to quiz me on it, right? Yeah. And like I remember when she left, I was like, yes, I don't need to, <laughs> I never need to think about this stuff again. But it was even like my, like up to this on my name. Like, what's, who's your name? So, like, going back, like, some, 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 da, 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 yeah, all the way the back. Lines, I'm not yeah. going to expose myself and a bunch yeah, of no, yeah, yeah. You need to know who my Sorry, uncle's are. <laughs> my grandfather's, 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 grandfather's. We have, like, 50 people be like, we're related. We're yeah. related. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, but she told me that. And the thing, the interesting thing is, because with our names, right, it's like, it's my father, my father's father, my father's 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 father. Like, so it just goes. And you, you oh, kind right. of, you're supposed to, like, memorize it, like, way back. And then you identify like who you are from that. Do you get it? Like my yeah, history yeah, is yeah, in yeah, my yeah, name, yeah, you know? Yeah. And you're supposed to carry that with pride. Like it's a very Somali thing. You're supposed to carry that. You're supposed to know your name. You're supposed to know your tribe. Like you're supposed to know who you are, mm -hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. And But my grandma instilled that in me, like knowing who I am. My parents instilled like, because they brought us to Europe, right? They brought us to like, they raised us here. And they were more worried about like us, um, like succeeding in this environment. Right, so they protected us from things and like they pushed us academically. But I don't think my parents like were like, "This There's is much. you're this mm -hmm. tribe, you're this culture." Like my mom has never spoken to me about tribes like ever once. My father, he used to be like, "Just know like what sub tribe you are." That's it. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> that's it. That, he was like, he's like, just know, he's just know that this, this is your tribe. Yeah, and then because because you know what it was yeah, it's like. With my dad, Allah, he was one of the, he's like similar to your dad. He knew everybody. Do you know what I mean? And so he was one of those people that were like, this is your uncle. This is your uncle. This is your uncle. And I had to be like, dad, 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 pause. Is this, is this a tribal uncle? Yeah. It's a real uncle. Like what is he? Most of it is tribe. Most of it is tribal. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's from the same tribe. So it's the same tribe. So yeah, that's the thing. Like I had to like identify, but so grandparents, I think to a certain extent, like massively 
play a part in shaping your identity and like who you well for me anyways like who i how, how somali i felt you know mm. and also the fact that i speak the language really well is from my grandmother yeah, yeah she's from my grandmother she made it by force i had no choice yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean of course, of course she had to preserve that in us and i see it like now in my younger siblings um especially the one that was born like after like, my grandma passed away oh, yeah, yeah. his somali is good but it's not as great do you know what i mean and it's because he doesn't have that I mean, we speak English to him all the time. We don't really have the yeah, situation. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Everything about it is just like, yeah, you hear it. You hear the English language or any other language. Yeah. So his friends. So it's all, mm. yeah. So your environment plays a big role. So if you're in an environment where the language is always there, your parents are speaking it, mm -hmm. um, your work colleagues are speaking it, somehow, sooner or later, you're going to give in. You're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to learn Especially this language. when you're long. I have no young. choice now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so, very true. And you pick when you're up young, quite fast. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. No, because kids, I stay with my cousins because they were all born here in the UK. And quick, 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 quick. Like, they pick up, picking up English and Portuguese. At one point, they were mixing the two languages together at the same time. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. And then at one point, they forgot Portuguese. And then they remembered again. Like, it was... It was like the whole mixture of like learning a language within your family because we speak Portuguese at home. So it's like when you go outside, it's English. So it's them like balancing both languages. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I've never understood why like Scandi countries uh, speak better Somali than here. I think it's because in terms of like migration, mm. UK Somalis have been here longer than the ones that are from Scandinavia. No, but if you look at like the... Because I'm not talking about that generation of people that came before. You're yeah. about, if you look at the same generation of people that have come around the same time, still the Somalis. Because I'm 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 the I'm I'm the, I'm I'm in that percentage of people that came later, right? Okay. And actually, like, because Somalis in Sweden they speak Somali to each other, like in, as in friendship groups. Like, it's weird to me. Like they'll be like sat together and they'll be speaking Somali, but here, a group of Somali people sat together. We're not speaking Somali. We're speaking English. That's true. And maybe it's also to do with population as well. Mm. Like we have, I think, UK Somalia's second biggest diaspora yeah. outside of Somalia. Very true, very true. First is Minnesota. Yep. And I think Sweden is like ninth or something. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so I feel think, like you belong to different... I think the size is quite, yeah. it's, it's very so popular. So less people, so then you're just going to follow what, you know, every, if everyone's speaking Somali, oh yeah, yeah like, no problem, follow. you know. But if there's like 250,000 yeah. Somalis in one, one country... You're going to find pick and pockets. Mm. Those that speak it, those that don't know nothing, those that, that know it fully, you're just going to come across a whole huge mix. <laughs> do you know what? Sometimes I, I thought to myself, maybe it's something to do with the fact of the language itself. Like the English language is an easy language to learn. Yeah. And like a lot of our parents speak it. Whereas yeah. actually in Sweden, um, there's a big disparity between who speaks Swedish and doesn't speak Swedish. Swedish is like a, like a language that is so hard. It's harder than... English, oh, yeah, but it's yeah. not hard. But every I think, language is harder than English. But like, English. I think, I think, um, Which one? every language is harder than English. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, English is yeah. a very easy language. Yeah, but like, if you look at like um, all the Scandi countries, right? I think pa parents that can move there either have chosen not to learn the language, and I think that's maybe what's preserved the language. Yes, that's a very, very good point. Very good point. I think our parents come here, English is a universal language, and they speak it to a certain extent before they, because a lot of our parents are educated before the war, right? Like, yeah. so they spoke English, right? And I think it's because they can speak this language and it's easier for them to speak this language because it practices. Because I remember my mum, when we were younger, she'd be like, she'd speak English to us so she can practice her English, you know? And like, and that shifted and changed. But like, she, and I think a lot of people do that. A lot of parents did that. Yeah. I think maybe that's 
plays a part in like yeah. what the shift because there's so much better than this. Whenever I go to Sweden and hang out with like some friends and they speak Somali, I'm like, because <laughs> they're telling jokes in Somali. Like you're from yeah. You know when somebody's like doing riddles and jokes in Somali? You know the Somalis A1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they and the uh, Gabe poetry and they, oh. and they understand it. And they, they can they can they can yeah. like explain to you like what it means. What and it I'm means. Just like, oh yeah, that's a new level. That's like because you know like yeah. it's like Somali poetry like Gabe's they're like they use old Somali. It's okay. like it's not like it's words are like kind of dead mm-hmm. in the in the language. So you're just like, what the hell is that word? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, even the music like. The Somali music, like that's out there, like the ones from back in the days, mm. it's not the same as like conversational Somali. It's no, totally different. It is. So if you understand that, it's like whoa, impressive. You yeah. are from far. Yeah. And how do you? Because you said you write stories, right? Yeah. So how do you choose? Like, how do you choose what parts of the culture to pick and put in your stories, and what parts not to? Like, yeah, how how point. do you come up? Like, how do you make your because yeah, like I said, the culture is, is quite huge, so yeah. huge history. Mm. I think, so how um, do you even start? Yeah, so I think um, a lot of the Som- uh, stories that are within the Somali community um, is very similar. So if you're mm-hmm. looking at a specific aspect like civil war, for example, a lot of Somalis have similar stories. Um, so like the things that they say and the things that they've gone through is similar struggle. Yeah. Um, maybe there are some that have gone through much worse than others. Yeah. Maybe some have decided to just, you know, because there's some Somalis that have left before the war yeah. even began, before they even knew something was happening. Yeah, yeah, and they left and they were like, oh, I just want to enjoy life and see what's out there. Yeah. And then there are some that were forced to, um, to, uh, to leave because of the war. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are some that decided to stay. Yeah. So I think um, from, from that length, you see a whole like, like, uh, there's one aspect that's similar um and then there are and then within that you see different stories Mm. of people saying different things so for me i look at the theme and then from that theme i branch out right so what what's being pointed out the most and then you go on to that and yeah i mean there are some stories like um yeah, this is controversial like there are some stories (laughs) that like (laughs) basically the way i look at it is can this story be a relatable mm-hmm. and can it bring the most impact? So I look mm. at those two. And then there are stories out there who, with no due respect, I can't say to someone, oh yeah, your story, like it's, it's, mean. it's meaningless or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't say that. <laughs> so you can think it. <laughs> it just won't make the same impact. Yeah, so, so in my head, I'm like, is this, if I share this, what would like, would there be any like useful? Because mm-hmm. I always think like, like, because obviously I'm, 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 I don't really class this as my project. I'm more of a facilitator because it's not me that's doing this. It's yeah. the people. Yeah. So I try to get stories, stories. Exactly. Yeah. So I try to get people like stories that relate to people, bring the most impact. And then there are some stories where no, without any disrespect, I don't feel like it will be relatable or create impact. So yeah, it's Ow. been... <laughs> It's, it's been a few, but like, how much of that is like you being subjective? Because like, mm-hmm. you are gonna have a particular view. So like, you might like read that and be like, "This is not gonna be." And then someone else will be like, and "Whoa!" Then, and I read it and I'm like, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has changed my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So you're like, how, how how self-critical are you in the, when you when you assess these things? Yeah. Do you have someone else um, working with you though? Do you so have Do you have anyone that like else. peer reviews? Yeah. No, believe it or not, like um, seriously, you do it all by yourself. Shared, yeah. 
everything that I've done is just through me. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So making decisions, decisions, decisions. Yeah. Every day, man. So I'm looking. I'm like, yep, yeah, no. <laughs> yep, yeah, no. Okay, yeah, this is alright. Did you go so from? So it's become like. Uh, that's interesting. That's interesting. How do I explain this? Like it is your. Like uh, I'm working at a cashier, so it's like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, excuse me, thinking. can't use this item. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go for like a phase where you're like, nah, like, um, I'm not doing something's wrong here. Like I'm losing touch with what I'm doing. Like this, you know. Mm. Did you ever? Because of course you're talking about culture, you're talking about different things probably you can't really go to that stage where you lose touch because, you know, you're dealing with different stories every day. Yeah, yeah. But do you ever, like, yeah. been like, through? There was a story, like, um, it was something that's taboo within our community, and that made me pause for a moment because I didn't, I didn't, like, what I was, was like, it? What wait was a second. What was it? What was it? Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Uh, it was basically, um, <laughs> someone was talking about their uh, FGM experience. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So Less taboo now, I think. It still is, yeah. Less taboo. Less now. taboo, yeah. But yeah. like this was like in 2016, so yeah, I feel okay. like back then it was it like was becoming. Less yeah, taboo mm-hmm. time. you know, people were like in discussion at the time. Yeah, actually. in discussion, exactly. So I was like, if I share this, what would happen? Um, and yeah, basically, I became a fully. I was, I was scared. Oh no! And then I decided not to share it. No, should have shared it. Looking back at it now, I yeah. wish I did. But Damn. I think because for me, nothing. like. I always try to, because, okay, in the beginning, when I was mm-hmm. doing this project, mm-hmm. I associated myself with the project yeah. too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. To a point where, like, I saw myself with it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I realized that's detrimental because I I was coming across with people, like, people would be talking about it. And then some people would say, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, this project, useless. Or they'll say, like, negative things about it. Yeah. And then it would hit me, like, knock me out like as if like mike tyson gave me a knockout <laughs> no way yeah and i'm like bro how dare you and yeah. then i realized bro hold on a second <laughs> it's not about you it's not about you yeah, what yeah, the yeah. hell are you doing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i detached myself from it mm. and then we detached too do you go like from one extreme to the other basically yeah and then i'm at the extreme to find- now <laughs> i'm so like- detached from the project really yeah i'm like proper detached from it like now <laughs> i'm so but detached. i feel like you have to go through that though like you, yeah, yeah. especially when you're one extreme balance, you tend to like. go to the other until you create that but then where where's the balance oh no no because no there has to be a, hef- a, hef- a hef- uh, there has to be a healthy <laughs> balance yeah. but i feel like he will do it it will happen like naturally like i feel like something will happen like you probably like get a story that you'd be like you know what mm. this touched me and like i feel like you go back and you create a balance mm. you won't go back to you know the other side of the extreme anymore because yeah. there's no way to go back anymore because you've been there mm. so i feel like you just naturally go back yeah, into yeah. the middle well, no. i think i think there's a thing of like i think absolutely detach yourself from the project because it's not about you it's like yeah you're yeah, yeah, yeah. you're telling stories and it's like for a it's it's it's, it's bigger than you like the project yeah. itself right 100%. um and like i think it's i think the, to detach yourself is to look back and be like actually where does the project need to go because mm-hmm. i think that's where you're kind of at in the sense of yeah, like where yeah. how do, always evolving yeah. where does it develop further like wh- where does it where is it needed um but i think uh, but you have to still have like a level of attachment to it in the sense that like yeah but i think i feel like that it passion right and now. that drive that drives you like that, that yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, you yeah. can't really be like yeah, yeah. i'm attached in that level yeah, yeah when yeah, it comes yeah. to drive and things like that Absolutely. i'm attached to that level but you would know these sort of things though because there was, yeah. i'm sure there was a time there's been you know you had the extremes as well 
No, where you were like proper like attached to it, and then you were like you just had to let go completely because there was no way around it. You know what? It would kill you. Like the really funny thing about this is that like, um, like I've hindered, I've I've unintentionally hindered things from happening. Okay. Because I've been too attached to it, Mm. right? Because like I can sometimes be like too much of a perfectionist, right? And then also I'm a perfectionist. On top of that, I'm hard headed. Right? So, like, when I want something done, I want it done the way I want it done. Stubborn, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I have this vision. It's like, I get it. I yeah. know what I want to, how I want to do it. And I don't, I don't trust anyone to encapsulate the vision that I have. Ding. So, <laughs> so basically, I'm just going to do it when I have time. Like, I don't want to, do you know what I mean? And actually, like, it's understanding that sometimes you just need to let this go. Yeah. You yeah. know, because what, what you're doing, like, it's timely. It needs to be done now. Um, you don't have the capacity to do it and somebody else does, right? Somebody has a vision for it, but their vision might be different. It might even be better than mine, right? Yeah. And it's just trusting, be like, hey, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but like, you have to trust somebody else with it. And yeah, like I've, I've like had to like check myself, being like, yo, I almost didn't let this happen because I wasn't in a place to yeah. set it up. Do you know what I mean? Or I wasn't in a place to do it. And there's like a thing of, I think it's also ego as well. Big time. Do you know what I mean? Big it's time. 100% because you're Big like, <laughs> if it's going to yeah. have my 100%. name on it, yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah. You know? People have it's to gonna like be good it. Cause yeah. I, cause it's going to be good because I have the vision of how it's going to look like yeah, yeah, or yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. Mm. People you know are saying, I mean? you're yeah. your pioneer. And then, okay, how do I explain this? So, <laughs> when I started this project, like... How did you start the project? It, when? How? Oh, how? Oh, my good question. Uh, yeah, it, I was uh, back in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> I, was with a, I was with a friend of mine. He's walking and, down the um, street. I took a photo of him standing sideways. The project's called Somali Sideways. Yeah. Okay. So I took a photo of him standing sideways. And then I don't know what it was, but in my head, I was like, let me take photos of Somali standing sideways in London at the time. And then at the beginning, it was a photography project. So it was like edgy, quirky, yeah, it's a bit um. different. Yeah, people might just see, ah, what's this? It's cool, whatever. Sideways. It's a trend. Let me do it. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. yeah, let me let my friend be the guinea pig of the project. <laughs> so then I told him about this whole idea, and he goes, "Bro, that is so weird, man. Like, who Love would take friends. photos of sideways, <laughs> like, bro? Who, wait, so when was this, by the way? When did you? This what? was 2015. Okay. Yeah, 2015. That's when I started this whole project. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, uh, how? How am I going to go about it? So then I, I started messaging people that I knew in London. And then I was like, by the way, don't ask questions. Like, meet me at this location. I'm going to take a photo of you sideways. Like, what? <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, just do it thinking, now. Yeah, just don't ask questions. I'll explain <laughs> when, when we meet. Just turn up. All right. So I took a photo. So I went to different, like, different landmark venues in London. Yeah. Like Victoria Albert Museum, British Museum, um, Richmond Park. All these, like, yeah, yeah, well-known yeah. places. Mm. And then I'll take a photo of them sideways. Um, like, guys and girls, Somalis, both. So I was like, okay. And then they were like, so why are you, what are you going to do this for? I said, oh, I'm going to share it online. Uh, why? I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing a project. Okay, but what's project? the main, like, what, <laughs> Talk more. why are you going to take a photo of me sideways online? Oh, the project's called Somali Sideways. And by the way, I'm all waffling at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> you don't even understand yeah, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't even understand why I'm doing it. I was like, this is cool. Let me just do it. So people kept asking me questions and I would just like waffle along. <laughs> so then it, it fast forward to like two years and 
galleries were like, hey, like we want to print your photos and put it into like, like on an exhibition format. I'm like, you're what? Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, what? You want to print my photos? Yeah, we'll print it for free. We, we want to like showcase your work for you a month. An exhibition, yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, so what do I do? Because I, I don't know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, so who do I send the photos to? Do I need to come in? Or like, do I need to actually be there physically? <laughs> like, am I going to be like that guy, Batsky? Like, not show up? Like, how does this work? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I going to be mysterious? I was thinking like, what am should I Am I going to be mysterious? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I was like, what He's should I do? you artist. So then I didn't show up. And, <laughs> You're um, mysterious. Yeah, so I was like, let me just not show up. And um, basically... I, I stuff a lot, sorry. I did show up at the end, the last day. Okay. So the last day, um, I showed up and there was a lot of people there because there was other works that were being shown mm. on that day. Oh. So I was like, it makes sense for me to show up. Let me just yeah. show up. So me, my turtleneck, trying to be an artist, starts rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, oh, you Mohammed? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, you're the guy that did Somali Cyrus? Yeah. So then there's these like white people that are there and they're like... <laughs> They basically, I, some of the stuff that they were saying, till this day, I'm, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> and they, no, were, I like, with they were giving artist language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They actually so speak language. I can though. see like the way that the image waffling. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, yeah, bro, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, done. Yeah, you're right, bro. That one right there. Yeah, I was like, bro, you're spot on. And then yeah. it was like, that's exactly yeah, what I was so thinking. Is that what you thought? I'm like, we were thinking the same. <laughs> I didn't know Ben, I would say you were there. Well, I, I was living a double life for a while. For like for the first three years, I was living a double life. So I was in like in the area with my friends, you know, typical banter, whatever. I meet all these white people. Yeah, so um, thank you for coming. And uh, I really appreciate you being here. Um, please have your have some coffee. And I'm trying to be like, yeah, was, I was just living a double, double life, basically. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did it go from a photo project to a book? Yeah, so this was in 2018. And before then, I was doing a little bit of traveling um, to Somali areas. So then I would share my project online because it gained momentum. I was mm. like, hey, I'm in uh, Minnesota, for example. Yeah. If you guys want to be part of the project, come, come through. through. And I would say the project kind of kicked off when I took a photo of Ilhan Omar. Okay. And this was when she was like a, a council, like woman, like version here. Okay. But over there, they get paid for it. Yeah. Mm. So Councils it's get paid like an too. actual job. Councillors get paid here too. Like a salary. Part time, yeah. Oh, but over there, it's like full time salary. Like it's actual work. Nice. Yeah. So it's like everyone's like trying to, trying to get in. <laughs> so she was trying to get in and I was like, um, you know, I sent her a message. I was like, do you want to be part of the project? She said, yeah. Are you in Minnesota? I said, yeah. She's like, yeah, let's Come take a photo. <laughs> I'm sick. like, all right. Um, where do you want to do it? Uh, on the road where I live. I said, um, isn't that a bit like... Yeah, that's dangerous. A bit suspect or whatever. He's like, no, no, no. Like, all the houses are like pretty much like similar. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, interesting. I didn't know that. So then basically we were on the, on the road, at the end of the road. And like, we took a photo of it and yeah. And then I shared it online and she shared it. And that's when the project kind of just went basically life, yeah. beyond my control. Yeah. Mm. And people started DM me stories, people taking photos of themselves sideways. sideways. I'm getting images from Amazing. like 
different places, China, Somalis in like Costa Rica. That's lit. I'm like, yeah, we're this everywhere. is too much, man. I can't do this. I did not apply for <laughs> and this. And whenever things are overwhelming for me, I switch Imagine. off. I like oh. either go to sleep or I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I just turn on my phone. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I need to live my life, man. I want to take a nap. Yeah, I'm like, 100%. Yeah, I'm just saying, bing, bing, bing. Ding, ding. Airplane mode. <laughs> Real quick. Wow. Yeah. Real so quick. then, yeah. So then after that, um, fast forward to 2018, um, I was like, the project was a bit like, on a limbo it's like i can't keep like doing I'm photo sorry. exhibitions what is the project <laughs> <laughs> you're taking the mic you're actually taking the mic no i know he took pictures <laughs> but is that just it no so only sideways is a project right yeah. yeah but he's written two books right okay. sorry i never no, gave context to it no you read yeah no, but like, i'm talking but about all the books i'm this entire actual project because like this entire thing is a project like somali sideways is the project itself so you, the pictures you took the pictures yeah, the stories the project, yeah. the encapsulating okay. like all of that is what he's referring to as the project because you took the pictures first that's what i'm trying to understand like what the actual project because you took the pictures it was a photography first. project in the beginning right yeah. and then you and made then, the books and after. then i made the books after yeah. and then you start getting stories from people no, I started getting stories from people and, and then, then you made, made the, the book. And yeah. then more books. Yes. No, yeah. no, no. No. One <laughs> book first. Let's <laughs> okay, Yeah. Photo <laughs> project. Yeah. Right? Then stories come in, which then turned into... But you said you made a story before the... No. Because you only did you only got big after you took a picture with the... Yeah. And then people started sending me photos. So before I was doing it, and then okay. people started sending me And where did you get those stories from? Like, where, where did you go? Like, these people you were taking pictures of? Yeah, so I would go to like Canada, where Somalis are based. That's what Sweden. I wanted to. That's what oh. I wanted to know. The back, because like you went from taking pictures <laughs> to um, going big and getting stories. So I was thinking, yeah, yeah. well, no, but he, he said he was doing some traveling. Some yeah, traveling. I do some traveling too, Sam. I don't go around talking to people. Thank you very much. <laughs> I thought he was just. I've been I traveling with you. I thought he was just yes, traveling, like in general. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Like, okay, okay, okay. okay, so you actually traveling and meeting different people yeah. where you went where that's what i want oh, to sorry. know My that's bad. what i want to know should have given you context My yeah bad. so okay. basically the whole purpose you're probably yeah. wondering why is this guy taking photos of somali sideways somali standing sideways so the whole purpose of this project was to change how people view somalis yeah. okay that was the whole purpose of it okay yeah um and that happened is that is that what it turned to become yeah, turned to become <laughs> yeah because when you so first I didn't started know. and then was, i started adding one plus one and beautiful I started, though it, was, it went from it went from vibes yeah, basically. To, to a like, real purpose. Yeah, real yeah, purpose. Yeah, because like yeah. you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> I like that. You were I just know doing I it. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Because a lot know. of people nowadays, it's like, it's like we need to have a plan. Everything has to be planned and, you know, set on stone and whatever. Yeah. Like you didn't, you're like, you know, I just have this feeling. Yeah, I'm going to go I with like, it. I like what I'm doing. Um, friends, I don't care what you think. Just go with it. People, yeah. go with it. And we're going to get there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then it became something. Yeah, yeah. So then is, it, from taking photos and then I started thinking like, okay, let me get the storytelling aspect to it mm -hmm, as well. Yeah. So before it was just photos, I was like, if someone were to look at the photo, like, like even me, like if I were to look at a photo, I'd be like, so what? Like, what, what, what am I looking yeah. at? Yeah. yeah. So if there was a backstory with it, mm -hmm. then it would have some sort of meaning. Yeah. yeah. So then that's when I started doing it the and then sharing it online, things like that. And then, yeah, Ilhan Omar popped off. And then around 2018, the idea of having a book came about, mm -hmm. um, which was, yeah, like a bit shocking because I didn't know how it worked, like publishing and I didn't know anything. Yeah. So then a friend of mine told me this idea. He's like, bro, why don't you do a book? And I'm like, 
that's a good idea. Uh, and you know, whenever I think of books, I think of like these big publishing companies like Penguin and yeah, all these. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah. do I have to sell my soul to like yeah. get this book out? Like, how does this work? Do they get more of the royalties? How does this work? Yeah, yeah. I'm so confused. I was so confused. People make, people make pennies from books usually. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, you know what? How do I go about this? So then I went on Facebook and I made a status and I said, hey, like any of you know of any publishing houses that is willing to publish my book? Come yeah, to me. Let me know. Some guy messaged me. Uh, his name is Muhammad Artan from Leicester. Oh, okay. So he was like, bro, uh, what, I'm a, I run a publishing house. What are you doing? So I'm like, bro, I don't know. Like, have you not followed me? Like, why are you asking me why? <laughs> I was so confused. Oh, were you, were you that kind of person already? <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, he was that bro, guy. Like, you know who I yeah. am? He said, I'm I popping mean, right me, now. You I'm don't know who of, I am? I'm the type of person, like, if someone were to, like, I'll look at the person's profile and I'll look, I'll be like, oh, what does this guy mm. do? Would I have some sort of idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to comment on the status, you're going to look back and, like, what's he talking yeah, about? Yeah, what's this guy on about? Yeah, yeah, click yeah, on yeah. his profile, yeah. So I then I told that. him anyway, and he goes, okay, bro, um, basically, my books are focusing on. Um, Islamic studies, Quran, um, and um, what else did he say? Somali history and culture. So I said, oh, okay. So you can't do my project then, <laughs> basically. And he goes, why? I said, bro, look at the things that you're focusing on. <laughs> Mine is nowhere near that. I have, I have, okay, I have women on the like photos that are not wearing hijab, things like that. I'm like, bro, I can't like, nah, it just contradicts what you're doing. Not really. That's how but you that's viewed how it at thought. the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I thought like I don't want this guy to get cancelled. I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah. No and then he was like, nah, it's okay, bro. Like this is something that's unique. I want to do it. Um, and you've yeah. never published a book, so let's let's see how it goes. Yeah, let's work together. So I was like, you know what? That's that's that was my mentality when I did the project at the yeah. beginning. <laughs> let's see how it goes. <laughs> One more won't hurt. <laughs> so then, like we were like you know creating the whole book, chapters, yeah. everything, trying to organize it, and you know front cover, back cover, all that stuff. And then yeah, so around mid twenty eighteen, it was ready. And I thought to myself, shall I share it? Shall I not? Because um, I'm the type of person like. You know, obviously, like, I'm no longer anymore, but I was a proper perfectionist, like, mm. to a point where nothing would get released, basically. Yeah. So that was me, and I'll be like, no, it's not ready, it's not ready, it's not ready. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? I looked at it, I was like, the main thing is, is there any grammatical errors? Yeah, 100%. If there are none, share it. <laughs> so that was, my, that was my mentality. So yeah. I went through it myself. I had another guy to go through it. Yeah. I had uh, another guy as well from outside. That's he good. read it. And he's people. like, bro, it's all good. Release. Release. So yeah. I released it on Amazon, on all platforms. And then this idea of someone mess- me- sent me an email. like, hey, we want to organize an event for you. Um, a book event. And I said, a book event? Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, sell it online. That's it. Like, just carry on with your life. Yeah, walk around. Yeah, just walk around. No, carry no, on with you your life. Do, you need to do events. And then they were like, why don't you do a book event book signing and things i'm What's like books book signing <laughs> <laughs> who would want to get my signature it's like what i was so confused i was like okay um like how many just, copies do you want did you go sleep <laughs> yeah i was like do i have to sign okay how many books do you want oh we want 100 i said okay 100 books how do i do that because <laughs> if you because if i do it through amazon Oh, I'll be on deficit. Like yeah. <laughs> each of the book, I think, yeah, the first book was like twenty nine pounds. So if I have to get a thousand of that, I don't know, my master, I haven't been a while, but <laughs> wait, wait, that's like two thousand nine hundred. Yeah. Who's gonna do that? <laughs> so I was like, okay, but then this, this idea, one of my friends, brilliant idea. Until this day, I still use it. He goes, bro, 
why don't you order also copies? Oh. Also copies are they have a fraction no yeah. of the price of the book. Hence why it's called author copies. So you as an author are ordering copies for yourself. Fo- yeah. And then you sell it off at the price that you set it at. So then obviously you made a profit. And that was a big game changer for me. Okay. So then that's when I started ordering author copies. Mm-hmm. So oh. I'll be paying like small amount. Mm. That's interesting. I've never heard of that. Obviously, yeah. I'm not. Same. So then you would I'm order author, author copies. So, so if I'm yeah. going, so just in case then you want to write books or whatever. Yeah. Author copies, depending on how, like which route you're doing it in, wherever, it will normally cost a fraction, like maybe a quarter of each book. So you're paying a quarter of each book, and the price that you're paying in is obviously like a lot not a lot but like a much more than yeah, what you're paying for yeah. and then that's how you make money so then when they were like in my head i'm like a hundred copies oh yeah ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> so then yeah so then that's when i started like Smart. organizing events people yeah. inviting me go to places get a hundred copies 150 200 go mm-hmm. and it would just be me and my flipping suitcases with books every yeah. time i go to the airport they're like so what's in here why is it so heavy I'm like, bro, books. it's books. No, I don't believe you. He'll open it up, yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's actually books. books. What the <laughs> hell? All right. Oh, yeah, that's actually the tough thing about being an author, like carrying books all the time. Carrying books all the time. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah. But that's, yeah, that was how it came about of doing that. And yeah, then I released uh, another book that focuses on the stories of Somali women. Yeah. Because majority of the people that were, like, I interviewed... 70% were women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in my head, it made sense for me to do another book solely focusing yeah. on them. So yeah. And then here we are today. Do you think your book um, kind of like preserves culture in a way by like telling those stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely does. Um, so my main purpose of the photo book was not more of um artistic way. It was more of a, a sense of like Somalis from the diaspora expressing how they felt about being Somali. Mm -hmm. And with that, you would get so many different types of uh, stories because like of the location that they're in. So a Somali that's in London will have a different aspect of what Somali Nimo is to a Somali that's living in, I don't know, Kenya, for example. Mm. So then that was when like people were expressing themselves. And then I, I separated it into different chapters. So like Somalis, I would talk about travel, yeah. education, business, entrepreneurship, family life, uh, civil war, um, and things like that. So then I would split it up. Um, but yeah, like uh, everyone like was talking from a specific angle, but their stories were different. And that was my main objective, like to get the stories that most people will relate to and mm. create the most impact. Because you know what? I think the interesting thing is that like a lot of people that I've in your book are... I'd say like a younger generation, yeah, yeah. right? Not like the not the elders, yeah, yeah. and so um, and I think to a certain extent, a lot of them are, but even their stories and like some of the things that like their their viewpoints, right? Um, is how would I put this? Like, it's essentially like us as the diaspora. We have a very different understanding and experience, and and, and like of the civil war and like what we remember about it, what we know about it, like even like our lives and the way we see it um and it just reminds me of a conversation that we were having earlier even like when he said like it conflicted with that guy's like moral like what he was doing it's a thing of like actually like what we perceive to be our culture what we perceive to be like our essential identity um and then how that sometimes conflicts with values that we've built 
yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and like, and it's weird because like, I don't know how your identity can conflict, conflict with your values because actually those kind of should sit hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. But there are times where I feel like my culture conflicts with my values. Uh, may I ask like in what aspect? What your culture? <laughs> what is your culture? Mm. Mm. Okay, that's good. That, I, I, I'm trying oh, to I think th- maybe like in the, in the sense of like okay, yeah, you can you can make the argument that Islamically, yeah, there's certain aspects within our culture. Islamically, it's like whoa, bro, I don't know about that. That's you know, are you sure you're Muslim? Uh, yeah, so in yeah, that sense, yeah, it's because you know what it is, right? I think I think our culture, like Somali Nima is. Um, there's a lot of it in 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 in, in like what what we do the kind of things we do like within like tribes or like the way like we're quite nationalist right like that's a, that's, that's very uh, a thing that's embedded yeah. in us right um, and I'm not do you know what I mean I'm I'm not gonna lie to you I'm I, as much as I love Somalis I love being Somali um, I'm not I'm not one of those people that will like bear the flag or like I'm not a nationalist on my route that's just not who I am paint your face the flag do you know what I mean I'm not it's not me I'm not about that I'm not about flags at all but the thing is right and I, th- I think it's a thing of like um, I think that's a soft example actually there's a lot of things actually even even like culturally like um, the way in which like the role of women is perceived like what women are able to do like power like that women can hold women can't hold like the reality is, yeah, like within my values, and I think this doesn't conflict with Islamic values, it conflicts with my cultural values. Okay. Right? So like, because um, the reality is as a, as, as a Muslim woman, right, um, I am able to do what I'm doing without no issue. But like culturally as a Somali woman, a lot of mm. things that I do is questioned, you know? And it's, and it's like, oh, you're not fulfilling the roles of a woman by like being in positions of power or like, you know, chasing your career leading and things like that exactly yeah. so i think i think there's there are times where like this culture that i'm inherently so proud of you know that i identify with i'm like is it really not like that part oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah, know what i mean but do we get aspects. to pick and choose or like the bit of the bit of the culture we we take on and yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and how do we deal with it when it like conflicts with our own identities mm-hmm. like or, or like i guess the identity that i've shaped now is as, as, as zamzam yeah like growing up here yeah you know yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's it's a interesting but i don't know if you if it's the same for you because angola angola portugal um yeah yeah it actually is. knowing your mum of course yeah <laughs> actually, of course yeah. it is like i feel like in a way like i feel like when you're a woman i think it's it's similar like you know in any culture that you go to we have yeah. a lot of similarities because in the other day you are a woman in yeah. a men's world so Cultural expectations. it's bound to yeah 100 percent. like the expectations are there the you know the the structure is there and the moment you try to like get out and it's not even men that will you know put you in your place it's, it's women. women yeah that will be like nah like you mm. probably spoke with a lot of them so you understand like you know yeah. how it works so yeah within the within the angolan culture yeah 100 percent. There is a lot of clashing do you between your like, values and Do you ever feel like, though, like for yourself, you've ever felt conflicted in, in like, navigating, like, the expectation that you're, like, I guess society has of you and then your, like, <laughs> culture, like, f- like, family, friends, whatever that is, like, have of you? Honestly, I never had a hard time because I was always, like... A rebel. A big mouth. Yeah, my family. Because, like, like, in Angola, it would be... F- it's not as much now, but before it was like the woman with 
to do the cooking, put the food mm. on the table, the men were to sit down. Like, I hated that. Like, I used to fight. That's one of the reasons that I didn't cook. Like, because I was like, mom, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Like, this <laughs> isn't me. Like, every time, like, you had guests over and the men were sat down, the women were doing, you know, the, everything. Yeah. I hated that <laughs> so much. And I was like, nah, was like, so I'm against this. I'm not, you know. So I always fought against that. So for me, it was never a problem being like, nah. I'm not gonna do it yeah. you know like because a lot of people that have pressure and they're like sooner or later they just do it, doing but it. I, I i wasn't i had no problems telling my family i'm not gonna do it um but it's that kind of thing that you need to realize like when it's okay you're doing it because you're going against them or you're doing it because you actually think that it's you know it's not part of what you want to mm. take yeah. in, into your life true because you have to learn to cook you know <laughs> You need to live. It's a, yeah, it's a life anyway. skill. Exactly. Life skill. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it's like learning to balance that. Mm. I think that's where the conflict was. Mm. Like you know, being realizing that nah, I get where you're coming from, but yeah. you're not really fighting it right. So let's let's straighten up a little bit. This is true. Do you know what I think? The interesting thing is, like, I I remember those times where I felt like um, annoyed, like our culture, right? Mm. Um, and and there's just things that are like oh become normalized because like Somalis are like very inner people like very involved right mm -hmm. and so the community like so, and I and like I say this with like the utmost love of my Somali community right but like hey, hey, people hey. are just way too involved in each other's business for no reason <laughs> right and like and I think I think and this is how I've grown I guess differently right in the sense of like I guess going up in the UK, like we've learned boundaries. We've learned to create boundaries. Do you know what I mean? There's respectful boundaries. And like, there's certain things that I have to remind myself, like, okay, she's a Somali auntie. She means well. Do you know what I mean? Cause they insert your, themselves into your life, you yeah. know, and ask like really personal questions. Like I remember this woman, like asked my, um, one of my cousins, um, when are you, when are you going to have a baby? You know, and I'm no, like, you know what I mean? That's absolutely offside. Exactly, yeah. right? And I'm like, and I'm like, you have no idea what this person's going through. You know what I mean? Like, you, exactly. she, she could be going through something difficult. She could be like, and it was like, it was the kind of thing that would make me usually with anyone else like check them straight away, right? But you're like, like actually, this it has like it has it has repercussions actually mm -hmm. if I check them right because I'm now disrespecting an elder oh, yeah. you know I'm like and then it has repercussions not on me but on yep. my family yep. or like the, the kind of woman my mother raised you know mm -hmm. the kind of um like daughter yep. like my father raised you know what I mean like it's it's a lot of like things that like repercussions you just have to be like mm, I'm gonna hold my tongue and also just remind yourself she actually means well she that's doesn't you know what I mean yeah, that's yeah. the ironic thing they mean well they it's just that like that's normalized that's okay to mm -hmm. them but it's not okay to us yeah because we have boundaries we they don't have boundaries yeah, yeah. and it's just things like that that like grind on my teeth like, even <laughs> Allah like when my dad passed away Allah. and like people just posted in our house and i'm like what are you doing Rough. just leave <laughs> do you know what I mean they would come and they'll be like eating yeah. and i'm like why am i serving you <laughs> makes no sense do you know what i mean and it's things Especially like that my father passed it's like away. and had i had i been like um had i been the zamzam like the real Zim Zim, oh, I would have been like, everyone, so, 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 get out. Yeah, you've paid your respects. Thank you. Make dua for him. I appreciate you. But get the hell out of my house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm grieving. I don't. I want to be with my family. I don't want to be around all these random people. Random people and I understand yeah. they have to come, right? Mm -hmm. But don't come and ask for share. Do you 
no, and no, biscuits no. and like yeah. sit in my living room, you know, like talking about random stuff. Like that's, yeah, what, they that's what they do. And there was, yeah. li- there was literally like, like hundreds of women yeah. in my, in my tiny room. I'm just, I was so annoyed. I was so, f- I was so angry. Yeah. And then I watched like one of my other family members go through the exact same thing when like one of my, um, it just passed away. And I was like, Small, like this is actually one of the worst qualities of Somalis. Yeah, yeah. Like, because it comes so entitled. It's like you shouldn't even be eating at somebody's that's grieving's house. Exactly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, sometimes like I find myself like and I angry. It's not allowed to, or something it's, like that. It's not. It's not okay. No, no. Yeah. no. So but it's, it's not okay. just so Somalia though. It's Angola is the same mm. thing. Mm. You know. I remember like my mom was like, "Oh, you have to call this person. You have to call that person. You have to call." I'm like, my dad passed away last year as well. Um, And it was like, I have to call who? Yeah. Nah, that's not going to happen. That's fully not going to happen. You know what's the worst thing? Yeah, that's a weird thing actually. A few weeks after, I was speaking to those people that she said that I had to call. And like, after like, I was speaking with them, with my grandma. My grandma was like, oh yeah, her dad passed away. And they were all like, oh, why didn't you call us? Yeah. And it's like that whole conflict of like. Gaslight you. It's like, am I supposed it's to call you? It's not even gaslight. It's, it's more of like, because they, they were like, the, the point they made was right. Like, how are we supposed to know? We didn't know we wanted to talk to you, wanted to come to you, you know, to see you, to hug you, to make sure you're okay. And like, I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you passed away. Like, that's... that's Life doesn't revolve around you. Exactly. <laughs> you, do, do you know? This like, weird thing. like, But you know what the, the funny thing is though? Like, there's a cultural expectation of like what you should do when something mm-hmm. like that happens. Like, yeah. like it's, yeah. and it's weird because like, I, I remember like having to have conversations like with family members and, and cause I had to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially cause like, um, I'm like the eldest daughter and like I, there's people in my dad's family that I needed to speak to and da, 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 da. And I had to have these conversations and da, da. And I didn't want to have any of those conversations. I don't yeah. want to talk to anybody. I want to block everybody out. But like, it was like a, du- it was like a duty that I had to do. Yeah, You know, it's like a weird thing. Yeah, and I hate that about our culture. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I hate it. Mm. There's still until today, like there's still like duty, like to call, like your family to make sure they're okay. And, yeah, and, and, that's and I'm fine. like, why can't they not call me? <laughs> yeah. It's a huge family. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why do I have to like, you know, like it's it's the whole thing of like, Nadia, you don't understand. Like, yeah. you know, they're your family, and I hate, I hate when they put it's your family. And then what 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 is that is that supposed to mean something? Yeah. <laughs> that your family like. Yeah. What what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Would you? I think you know, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Even within mine, it's like cousins that's come out of the blue, and mm. I'm like, bro, I don't know you. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, but he's your cousin. I'm like, so what? <laughs> what like, does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, he's your family. <laughs> okay. What else? Like your point. Yeah. What? What's your point? You got a big family. Yeah. What else is new? I'm like, what, what? I don't get it. So yeah, so I I understand. Yeah, I understand fully. It's like a lot of the time, whenever um, like whenever I'm getting told about you know, oh yeah, he's your cousin, this he, whatever, and it only happens. I know this. It just came to my head now. It only happens when I'm traveling. So say for example, I'm going to. I'm just gonna use the same example, Minnesota. Right. Uh, biggest Somali population. Yeah. So. Uh, Every Somali has someone related that's in Minnesota. Yeah. Definitely, somehow, some way, it's someone there. So I kind of expected it, in a way. Mm. But then in my head, I kind of tuned out. I was like, yeah, no, who cares? Uh, 
I'm here for a purpose. If I don't know them at this age, I don't it's need to know late. them. Yeah, yeah, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> no big friends here, man. At so, this age, no, 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 no. Come too far, man. Well, I'm exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've come too far, man. Why am I big friendly at this age? Nah, man. It's all right. So then, yeah, I was in Minnesota and then my dad calls me and he goes, oh, yeah, so-and-so, like, you have to meet them. I'm like, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm here I? for an event, like, like oh, but I'm not here to, like, Play Meet around. people. Yeah. I'm not here <laughs> to socialize. Around. You know, I'm, I have an event here. I've been Serious. invited. I'm, I'm just a, doing I'm it. your own business, and then I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to like, eh, see little kids and whatnot. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, yeah. So I was basically, long story short, I was forced. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No there's always that so side. Then, yeah. yeah so then I, I saw them, whatever, you. blah, blah. And then, yeah, it's just like the 21 questions. Why aren't you not married? Um, uh, what's it called? Like, what are you doing here? And yeah. all these, like, me, there's a trick. So I learned this. Um, so basically, when people ask me a question and I don't want to answer it, I flip it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Flip the script. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. So I heard that you, uh, I just start waffling. <laughs> So then I direct the conversation, go somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. So I do that with people. Like, if I don't want to say certain things Bridget. to yeah. a particular person. Pivot to something else. I'm like, yeah, move it. So then that's what I did. I started pivoting, whatever. And then he, they would call my dad and be like, hey, like, like your son is like very mysterious. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to, he always, he doesn't want to tell more about himself. Uh, but he wants us to tell um, everything about him. Or like to him, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's like, "Why is he like manipulative and things like that?" And then I told I'm my dad, done. and my dad is like, "Yo, what's going on, man? Are you alright?" And I'm like, "Ava, I did that on purpose." He goes, "Okay, did you?" I, said, okay. I don't know them like that. You I, know know to them. Yeah, I said to him, with all due respect, like they don't have to know. Yeah, like uh, we're related by blood, but doesn't mean we're. You know what? The, I just, it's that time I get yeah. blood though. I, the one of the things I've always found fascinating, and like I've actually I admire about like the. That's like this the tribal system is that like regardless of like where you find this person you were like they're from the same tribe like there's like this like instant like connection of like they were they were, they were separated at birth they're like family it's the weirdest thing so to me weird, like honestly i remember i remember like um i was at a wedding somewhere in leicester like it was something like a, a random wedding as well um or birmingham i don't even know where it was and this woman like was talking to like one of my aunties or a cousin somebody and she must have told her what tribe i'm from like that's my dad's tribe and she was like oh me she's like i'm your auntie da, 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 da. she came like literally like lifted me as if like i was like a long lost sis like daughter and she was like oh my days <laughs> da, 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 da. i thought we should have the same energy for every muslim <laughs> what is this exactly <laughs> only because oh yeah you're from that same tribe same, same so tribe we can connect. is that like the way she honestly and it was just like how long are you here for i want to host you at my house da, 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 da. and you're thinking who's this lady bro i'm thinking lady you're very sweet like in i'm good <laughs> i'm very it's, good it's funny because like we don't like have tribes or anything but in angola like if you meet like your grandpa's friend or oh, your auntie's yeah. friend and they tell you oh your this thing is niece oh my god like, it's the same yeah. way like it's like this whole massive thing like you know but do you know it does happen here in the uk mm -hmm. if you can meet someone from angola mm -hmm. that's normally the, the reaction oh my god you're from angola as oh, well no, 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 like, not, not, whole, not like, Somalis here. but that's amazing though like yeah. if you meet someone who's from your country yeah. and you're reacting <laughs> that way <laughs> But it's the Fantastic. tribe, but though. with us Somalis, no, no, no. it's care. like it's a specific tribe. So like, you could be from another tribe. tribe. Is the because tribe is the family, isn't it? 
That's like mm-hmm. how they see it. Uh, not really. You're from the same tribe. You're from the same family. Yeah. No, but you know because what? Because yeah. within your family, there's branches well, They walk past another Somali. They walk past like nobody's business. Like it's not. They don't, they don't acknowledge each other. At least Angolans will be like acknowledge each other as Angolans, yeah, right? Yeah, you guys. We're are not acknowledging so we don't acknowledge each other. We walk past each other. But it's like one hundred percent. But it's the thing. How of many like, times have we said this? People think Portuguese abnormal. <laughs> yeah, but you always know, get yeah. Angolans and Portuguese are very, very. Dis- I don't know. Anyways, yeah. that's a di- that's a different conversation. <laughs> Brazilians, all of that. Um, <laughs> it's a whole, it's a whole tribe. But like, I just mean in the sense of like, um, they won't, they won't, like we won't, we won't, we don't rate each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you could be yeah. from a tribe that massacred like a particular tribe that mm. that person is from. And they're like, no, that's I can't it. be friends with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Did I do something wrong? No, it's not you. It's your grandfather. <laughs> your like, great grandfather's generation. Yeah, they massacred us. Our village. They massacred us. Like, but that's so his can't. decision. What's that got to do with me? If I'm going to massacre locals in Acton, like what, what are you, what are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> but what you know, it's the thing of like, it's like, it's like, it's like, do you even know my perspective on it? Like, yeah. do you think, do you think I'm out here? Yeah, I know he did great job. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, of, of course I'm against. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's actually really sad because it's one of those things where Subhanallah, it's it, it didn't happen long ago. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like, and and one of the things that like I'm consistently reminded of is that like it is our parents' history. Mm. it's not like our grand- great-grandparents history it's our parents history they're the ones that fled they're the ones that lived through so the memory is still like it's fresh it's still new it's mm. like the, wo- the wounds haven't healed yeah, from yeah, it yeah. and, and the then, is over but yeah but it, I think what care. upsets me is that like when the wounds are so raw with kids like young people mm. like you were born here like why do you hate me you've never yeah. been back home as well no. these people have never been back home they probably don't even speak the language properly and then they're like oh yeah uh, I don't want to be like Raping a particular tribe, but Hubba Yunus, yeah. I'm like, bro, like, what yeah, do you know yeah, about yeah. Hubbard? What do you know? Yeah, do you yeah, even yeah. know the the reason where your tribe comes from and all that? No, no, no. But Hubba Yunus, yeah. Honestly, it annoys me because I'm like, actually, represent. Yeah, Somali so. history is actually very rich, and like the tribal system itself isn't isn't a bad thing, right? No, it's, not. it's a very it's a very important thing, but I think it's the way we have used it now that's become yeah, dangerous. But actually, in it, in it. it in itself, it's actually a, a beautiful preservation of our history and yeah. like our roots and who we are and where we come from. And it's amazing to have that, like in mm-hmm. how tainted. it's been used right now. Yeah. Mm, tainted. Like you could be told, oh yeah, like where are you from? Someone will ask you where you're from and you're like, yeah, I'm from this tribe. Oh, it makes sense. Excuse me. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense exactly. How does it make sense? Oh, you have yeah, that yeah. look. You're like, you look like someone. Maybe from like that. the mannerisms. Excuse- yeah. I'm like, I'll be like, I'll say something, I'll do something, I'll be like, oh, you're, you're this tribe and mm, I thought so. Makes, yeah, it's like, what do you mean? We get that as well, especially people from Angola, we get that, like, everyone, like, every, like, you know, different country from Africa or even, like, different city, yeah. they'll be like, you're from Angola, like you, I can tell. We get that as well. Like, prejudice, prejudice. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, but yeah. What? Big headed or something like that. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's oh. yeah, it's probably you're from, you're from that. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. Oh. Is a girl is a girl is known as big headed. Man, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm just a chilled person. That's that's all I know. We need to but for some, some reason, we need to bring some more Angolas on this uh, episode. However, I feel like we could go on and on and on about culture because, be honest, is huge. That's true. It's a big topic. However, big what topic. has been the conclusion, guys? What is the conclusion of this episode? What have you guys learned? <laughs> Well, I've learned that um, we create our own like identities based off like different parts of culture. Mm-hmm. We right? choose and pick. Yeah, and I think actually like um, we don't necessarily have to 
be a part of like holistic culture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it, preserving our history is very important. Preserving mm-hmm. our like, like knowing our language, yeah. knowing our roots, where we come from. Yeah. To me, that's very important. Mm-hmm. And I think that defines my culture. And I think now, after this conversation, actually, I think the way I see my culture, I, I see it as different, completely different to everybody else's. Mm-hmm. And that's because it's a, my combination of my culture is different to yours. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's what I've taken away, Nadia. Mm, okay that's my lesson what have you taken away from this conversation Um, honestly um like the way i see it with culture um like there's nothing wrong with like you picking and choosing things that is relatable to you Mm -hmm. um you don't have to embrace it all yeah um if it doesn't uh, suit you but one thing i would like always tell people is um like as much as uh, like you take the good and the bad because mm. yeah. all cultures there are good and bad apples within yeah. them absolutely um, so uh you just have to navigate it and see where it fits with you and uh and embrace it but at the same time it's like you know you can't just like acknowledge the good and think like oh yeah this is this is my culture yeah. you have to acknowledge, acknowledge the bad that, as well yeah, so you 100%. have to acknowledge both sides and yeah that's just true. Uh, carry on true. yeah because that's the, the good side came from the bad side and the bad side came from the good side oh, so exactly. therefore you can't yeah. separate both damn nadia jeez nice one Whew, felt that yeah but you thank you so much you have anything to add to it before you wrap up um what are you taking away? honestly like it has been beautiful learning more about your culture of course like i always learn with sam but i feel like i've learned a lot more so it was nice having you know meeting you and, and learning your story your story like how you started for me was definitely the highlight like, yeah i was, didn't even know that i'm either. like ha! No, really, i didn't yes. know that either love that no yeah. planning me good love vibes it. Have started and then just good vibes. honestly i love that so i'm definitely <laughs> gonna take it that still encapsulates you good vibes yeah yeah. Out. yeah and i hope you carry on because i feel like you what you're doing is definitely like amazing especially when you're able to connect with a lot of people and you know be the voice to a lot so that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I appreciate so that. So that's definitely something that. Nadi wants to know when he's starting Angolan sideways. Nah, I'm thinking about. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> connecting him. I'm connecting with him and I'm going to start like, Angolan sideways. He's like, my side profile is ready. Honestly, <laughs> nah, it won't will, will even be a sideways because knowing Angolan has to be a front ways with them. You know, oh, they, don't, they don't do no sideways. They don't want a front way. All right, all right. <laughs> front way behavior. But 100%, like, I love that. I love that. I love the idea. I love everything. Which is really cool. No, no. Thank you but guys yeah. for having me, man. Thanks for coming nice. on. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Yeah. It has been a pleasure. Like and subscribe, the Flop Squad. Hey! Yay! He knows! He knows. knows. This is what you learned today. This is what yeah, you need yeah, to yeah. take back I home. I recently <laughs> got into YouTube, so yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. This I, is it. You're a YouTuber. Well, welcome. Not, oh, a whole really. YouTuber. <laughs> An influencer. Uh, influencer. An influencer. Uh, uh, hey. I hate that word. Sideways well. influencer. I actually yeah. hate that word as well. I hate that word, influencer. Anyways, guys. because you're not. Thank you so much for sticking with us to the end. Yes. Um, and we'll be back again in yes. two weeks. Well, depends mm-hmm. actually when you watch this video. Yeah. But we true. upload fortnightly. Yeah. Every two weeks. Um, <laughs> For now. But yeah, thanks again. Like, comment, subscribe, as Mohammed said. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.